What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Astros Baseball. We are giving you a brand new episode early in the morning. Tom woke up early. We're back together again. So I guess, do I need to introduce you? Tom, what's up, buddy? Rob, good morning, Rob. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. I feel like it's been 10 years. It's been too long. Glad we're able to do this. I know I sound like I just got out of bed because I absolutely did. The caffeine's to my left. It will get there. We will get better. These throws have gotten better, and we'll talk about it. Yeah, I mean, I was falling asleep on the way home, and I I was trying to get ready by 6.30, and... uh, (sighs) But I, I told Tom, like, it's not going to take long. It's only two games, and, you know, I'll probably end up jinxing. <laughs> but I don't know if you saw this. It was dated July 5th, but Altuve is set to have an MRI. I guess he's really hurt. Actually, Dana Brown spoke to it yesterday. He said this injury is not like the first injury. He thinks he's in a better space. So what does that mean? We don't know. Hopefully that means... He's not looking at the same timeline, the same time frame that Jordan is. But they said that, or Dana Brown said that there's no rush to get him back before the All-Star break. So when you do the math, he'll probably have at least a week between the time he went down and the All-Star break to get right. There really shouldn't be any rush on Altuve. Bring him back when he's totally healthy. And the reason I say that is because of Dubon. Dubon fills in perfectly. He he does well, and you'll see that when we talk about the Astros and the Rockies. What do you think, first, I want to ask you this, about Michael Brantley again, you know, shutting him down for a couple of days. Is this guy ever going to come back? The hope is that he is. Um, Dana Brown also talked about that as well, talked about um, this injury being – more a spring training t- or not injury, but this shutdown being more a spring training type thing, a soreness where he's just got to build up a little bit and it's not the same as it was the first time where they had the inflammation and stuff like this. This is normal wear and tear. He sounded very optimistic about Michael Brantley. So hopefully there's still hope for him. I mean, I guess it's it's better if you if you really think that they need to go out and get a left-handed bat, uh, which we can talk about towards the end. This this happening now rather than August first is probably the best scenario because it gives Dana Brown the time to to at least address it. Where had he came back 
and then had a setback, you know, played a game and then couldn't do anything. Now all of a sudden you can't do anything. Yeah. So did you see what the uh, story about Chaz McCormick? Somebody finally asked Dusty Baker if he had hard feelings towards Dusty or whatever. And he said something like, well, he missed spring training or like this is his spring training. It's just really weird. I, I, I'm buy or sell. I'm selling it. I, I just don't get it. I had an interesting day on Twitter yesterday because I I went to I went to war for for our boy Chaz, and um, there's a video that was circulating where he was interviewed. Uh, it was it was Dusty's interview, and he spoke to it basically saying that Chaz is a player and and and. People assume that he was looking at Chandler Rome, where he made a, like a demonstrative look towards him going. Some people think I don't like him. I don't know where they get that from. And they kind of like looked over at him, um, which, you know what? The numbers kind of speak to it because it's not it's not a, an evil split across the board. He's played less games than both Corey Jokes and Jake Myers. So what does that say? He He went on to say, that that Chaz is a player and that he has to put Chaz in the best position to do well. And it made me think like, like the whole interview just screamed that he didn't have any faith or confidence in him because he had to situationally play Chaz and the fan base is pretty over that and just wants to see him play every day. Well, I say some of the fan base there yeah. is that there is a portion of the fan base that I, I got into it with that believes in blind faith of dusty and the numbers don't mean anything. And he knows what he's doing because he's a great coach. <laughs> That's fine if you want to feel that way. Well, but... I like to trust Dusty, but I mean, it makes no sense. And I know these other guys got to play. And you're not going to sit Kyle Tucker down. I, I know they want jokes to get in there. I know Myers has to get in there. But they should fill in when he gets a day off. They shouldn't be playing more than him. And, and the first thing that happened to Chaz that made me mad was he was pretty much like a world series hero. And then he, uh, and then he didn't start either one of the first two games of the year. And that, that was kind of odd. Absolutely. And then when you go deeper into the numbers, uh, Jake Myers has played in 20 more games than Chaz McCormick. He has over 40 more at bats. Like it's not a small sample size. Like, and at what point do you go, is it really situationally that many times? So is it skewed because Chaz was hurt for a while? He went on rehab and he was out. No, because I think he was only out for like a week. Uh-huh. It was it, it was only like and then but Dusty spoke to that as well, talking about how he had to bring him along slow and he had to take care of him when last year he played Jake blindly right after the shoulder thing, even though he struggled mightily and yeah. saying that he had to get him in there, he had to get him playing. So it, it kind of went both ways and it, it just didn't sound, it didn't pass the, the, the smell check as they say for yeah. me. I don't like to speak against Dusty, but it certainly appears that he wants Jake Myers to be the starter and he's given him every chance possible. But anyway, we did it again, Tom, we got to get to the Rockies game. Uh, the uh, Astros take three out of four. Against Texas Rangers, an exciting game. 
that they had a 10 to 2 lead and they blew it. We're down 11 to 10. Chaz makes this amazing save to keep him in the game. And then he comes in and gets the game winning hit. And then a lot of people are like, well, I watch he's going to get benched. And I don't, I don't think he did. I think he played <laughs> Tuesday. Were they, they were off Monday. No, they played a Monday. So yeah, he, he actually played, got RBI. So let's talk about it. Tuesday, Belak is back. He got sent down for a little while while Dubin came up and then Dubin went back. He came back up and pitched right away. Bottom of the third. Awesome story. Kessinger solo home run, his first home run of the year. That was pretty awesome. Absolutely. I mean, you you know this guy came up. He was struggling. I think he was batting something like a hundred, you know, like just just really couldn't find his footing. Great defender. And uh, you needed him because with all the injuries and that was a day where you just didn't know where the offense was necessarily going to come from. So awesome for Gray to get us on the board and uh, provide BLAC with some early run support because it was, I think that was going to be big for his confidence going forward. I think that day he played first and Abreu was the DH. Bottom of the fifth, Dubon triples. That's what I was saying. It does, I mean, if Altuve's hurt, let him heal. Don't rush him back. We got Dubon. He triples and Jake. We're up two to zero. Jolks, RBI single, Brendan Dubon. We're cruising three to zero. Then bottom of the seventh, Chas has an RBI single, brings in Bregman four to zero. And the uh, Rockies get on the board in the top of the ninth with the Chris Bryant home run. Astros win four to one. Brandon Belak, seven innings. Two hits, zero runs, four walks, four strikeouts. Picks up the win. He's now four and four with a 381 ERA. It's a pretty awesome outing by Belak. Absolutely. It gave him everything they needed. You really worried about the bullpen after you just spoke about the wild game that they just played coming off a series with Texas, where basically every bullet was spent to get through that game. So uh, Belak coming up because they had sent him down, moving guys around. To try to get more arms up. Yeah, they had Dubin up. So that was the link that they needed to be able to preserve some of the bullpen for yesterday's game. And uh just a great start by him. You look at you look at his numbers going into the all-star break, four and four with a 3.81 ERA. Definitely something you can definitely work with, judging by the fact that he was not supposed to be in the rotation at all. Yeah. Magic Man, uh, two strikeouts, no runs. Stanek gave up a homer to Chris Bryan in the ninth inning, and he had a strikeout. Dubon, two for five with an RBI. Corey Jolks, a four-hit game for Corey Jolks, hometown boy. Just amazing. Absolutely. Corey Jolks was, is definitely starting to get that batting average up, and he's making it very difficult for Dusty to not have him in the lineup. Uh, while while we talk about Chaz and his, you know, did he play? Will he not? Jokes has a lot to do with that, but hopefully, it's 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 if they're gonna if they're gonna like platoon platoon, it's more even. That's I think that's the the yeah. the, the sentiment some of the fans feel. Jokes is also walking more. They showed a graphic about how many he had, how many walks he had in the first forty games compared to how many walks he had in the last five or six. And yeah, he's definitely, you can see it. You can see him being more selective. He's getting hits. He's four hit game. That's pretty amazing. Jake went two for four. 
Kessinger two for four. The Astros had four runs on 13 hits. They were putting it on them, but they only scored four runs because they were three for 13. With runners in scoring position, they left 13 men on base, Tom. It could have been worse, bud. Yeah, I think they had the bases loaded a couple different times and just weren't able to get it done. Um, you know, I think some of that happens where you you, you scratch a guy, you move the lineup really late because Altuve was in batting practice when, you know, he had the discomfort. And then guys are, guys are out of position a little bit. But four runs was plenty. I mean, you're right. It probably could have been seven or eight with a couple of base hits. But a win's a win, and the Astros are looking good at that point, 10 games over 500. All right, let's get to Wednesday's game. J.P. France, who we expect to outduel Mr. Belak. Pretty cool, pretty cool thing to happen. You got jokes with the four-hit game, and then you got this happening. Bottom of the second, Yiner Diaz solo home run. Almost hit it to the train tracks. Home run number nine. Bottom of the fourth, a two-run homer. Makes it three to zero. His 10th home run of the year. And then Pena had a two-run homer, and it makes it five to zero. Pena's finally back. The guy missed like five or six games. Welcome back, Jeremy Pena. Yeah, Jeremy Pena had some neck discomfort and... I think the Astros did the right thing, taking their time. This team has had just battled and battled so many injuries, so much adversity. It seems like every day someone is out of the lineup for some sort of ailment. And uh, Jeremy coming back, providing offense instantly. What more can you say? The guy's great. All right, top of the fifth, the Rockies get an RBI single. They, they score oh two RBI singles in the fifth. That makes it five to two. Crone at a home run in the sixth. Five to three. Grichek home run five to four. And the Astros are falling apart. They they uh, were blowing their lead like they did earlier. But then Dubon comes back, gets an RBI single in the seventh, brings in Jolks, makes it six to four. And that, my friend, is all the scoring. Great job by Dubon getting that insurance run. Absolutely. Dubon has been the hero of this team the first half of the season. It feels like when you've needed a big knock, he's provided it. When you've needed the guy to play on short notice, he's he's performed. And if if there was an all-star vote to be made for a a you know a guy like doesn't make it for injury last second, I think Dubon should get, get some consideration because they are not where they are today without. Mauricio Dubon. Oh, no. He, he's been a big part of this successful season for the Astros. And again, folks, if you've been listening the whole time, R-E-L-A-X, <laughs> we've been telling you the whole time, and hopefully you're you're with us and you're not giving up, and now you're feeling good. You should be feeling good about the Astros now. And coming up is Seattle, who's – I think they're at 500, so – Let's keep it running. We'll talk more about that later. JP, six innings, six hits, and three runs. One walk and four strikeouts. Gave up a home run. He's four and three with a 3.27 RA. Naris had a strikeout, gave up a home run. Abreu had a hit and two strikeouts. Presley, two strikeouts and save number 19. If he can get another savey for the All-Star 
break. This guy could actually get 40 saves, and that's pretty impressive. Remember when people were talking about Presley being broken because he had a couple of starts in a row? I said it. Lost a little confidence. I said it. I was worried about him. <laughs> I mean, I own up to it. I was like, the, is something wrong with this guy? You know, ever since I said that, he's been just tearing it up. Lights out. Absolutely. That's the that's the the professional that he is. That's the closer that he's been. Uh, a big part of why the Astros are where they are. He's been really great. And he spoke about it. You know, there was a couple games where he gave up a run, even though they were able to get the win or he was able to get the save. And he was frustrated. So he he was accountable for it. And now the guy's just been nails. He's been so impressive. Another guy that's been really impressive is JP France. Another guy, I don't know where the Astros would be without this guy coming in. Amazing ERA. All he does is put up solid performances every time. And you another and guy. Line. Yeah, another guy you didn't expect. Uh this this I guess you should say the Sugarland Space Cowboy rotation yeah. that the Astros have been using with Dubon, Belak, and France has been so critical to all of this with all the injuries to be able to just provide you quality starts, provide you solid outings every time. They're going to get nicked up because they're super young, but they've just been able yeah. to hold the fort down while these Astros could chase down the Rangers who have all of a sudden come back to earth like we spoke about where they were flying high and red hot and had guys tearing the cover off the ball. And all of a sudden they're struggling to score runs and the Astros are right there. When the Astros were playing them, they showed, they showed some kind of record, like they were 30 and 10 or something. And then since that they're 10 and 15, something. Yeah, no, it was 40. It was 40 and, and, and 10. Oh, okay. And then and then they were like 10 and 15 cents. Yeah. And um well it hurts when you run into a bus hall called the Astros. Yeah, and and the the ironic thing about Texas is they tried immensely to position themselves to win that series. They they positioned their rotation like you would a yeah. postseason and it just didn't matter. This team is so <laughs> gritty. They, they 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 rose up to it. They always do this. They they find a way to find another gear to ramp ramp up to play, you know, elite competition. And now they're right on their heels. And there there is a real scenario, a real scenario where the all star break, the Astros could be in first place of the division. That'll be nuts. Dubon two for four with an RBI. Yiner Diaz two for four with three RBIs. Jeremy Pena two for three. With two RBIs. Great sweep by the Astros. So, with that said, I mean, this is kind of a thing you accept, you, you expect them to sweep these guys, even though we have a lot of injuries, but it's hard to go out and beat somebody uh, twice in a row. But we did good. So, we need to get to this, buddy. Players of the series. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. 
every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Oof. This is going to be fun. I, I mean. I am, I, I, let me do my prediction. Okay. We're going to get the pitcher right. Mm-hmm. We're not going to get the position player the same. <laughs> and I we have a 50-50 chance. I I'm I think the Rose we might get it. Okay. It just depends on how the rest of it goes. 100% we get the same pitcher. <laughs> and then she gave right. it to Presley. I don't know. No, no, no. Go ahead. Brandon Belak. Brandon Belak is the guy. I mean, when he went down and then you brought him back up, you really hope that you get the same guy that you sent back down. And I, he was better. He was so good. Yeah. And that 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 change up is such a weapon for him now. So, Brandon Belak, if you're going to be like this the second half of the <laughs> season, I, you know, what 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 kills me is I've been banging the drum for weeks that Dana needs to go get another uh, starter, and then the 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 Javier thing makes it more evident. Yeah. But it's not because of what I thought. I thought he needed another starter because of Brandon Belak, because of JP France, even Hunter Brown to a lesser extent. These are super young guys that you're asking to go and and get into a postseason series with. But I, I don't know. I mean, yeah. can can they do it? I, they might be able to. Yeah, I mean, you got Belak, seven innings, two hits and no runs, and Javier goes out there and can't even pitch five innings. Gives up eight runs on 10 hits or something like that. But anyway, now we got to go to offensive player of the series. This is so tough. It um, is. It really there, is. There, there are guys in there that I that I just I want to put in there. Uh there, there are guys that could be the Rose or the player of the series. Yeah. So I went with Yiner Diaz. I knew only... you would. <laughs> Yiner Diaz I... is your Maldi. But see, here's the thing. Yiner Diaz is so talented, so young. It's like here what what drives me what drives me nuts when Jeremy Pena got going, the whole world got behind him. It wasn't, hey, why isn't Dubon playing over Jeremy Pena? No. It was like, look at this kid. He's got pop. He's got that 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 boyish grin. He's built like a friggin' ton a truck, whatever. And, and we love him. We, nobody is asking Jeremy Pena to have a seat. Yeah. Yiner Diaz is the same thing. You, you know, when the last time the Astros had a, a catcher hit 10 home runs, I think it was like 2000 or something like that. I saw it on, on, on a graphic. <laughs> so if imagine if he played the entire first half of the, the season, there was there was like the first two months he only had like sixty uh, at bats. It had to have been back when we had uh, <clears throat> in seventeen. We had McCann. He had to have had more than ten homers. Ah, I don't know. It was it was it was for me. I don't think we've ever had anybody this talented, this young yeah. behind oh, the yeah. backstop ever. Yeah, he's awesome. So and he's a rookie. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. So for me. I think we're not talking about Yiner enough. I think people are not talking about <laughs> Yiner enough. So if I can give him the hardware, I'm giving him the hardware. Well, here's my pick. And it might surprise some of you listening. He got an RBI triple in game one. 
He got an RBI single in game two. He went four for nine in the series. Mauricio Dubon. That's my player of the series. That's the other guy for me, man. I, I wanted so He didn't bad. do like anything huge, but he contributed in both games. Yep. Yep. And and Yiner didn't. And and because he's a rookie, he's gonna have games where he looks lost. And the first game of the se- the the series, I guess, is too big. Now things. I think we're gonna get the rose right. I was like, <laughs> if you put Yiner, I said he if he doesn't give Yiner the player of the series, he's gonna give him the rose. Who do you got yeah. for the rose? Yeah, du- Dubon's the rose for me. Oh, and, and and because I can't I can't not give him any hardware for the same reason you made him play the series because he was not supposed to play. He was not supposed to play. Altuve was supposed to play, and uh, or I, I'll take that back. He was supposed to play. Jokes wasn't supposed to play, but all Dubon does is show up and show out. So for me, it was Dubon. I gave it to Corey Jokes for his four hit game. Tough. That 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 was the other guy. I mean, and then he didn't do anything wrong in the second game. See, either. if you would have gave it to Dubon, then you would have gave the rose to Yiner. Mm-hmm. It was tough. It, it's a good thing, Tom. I wish that I wish the pitcher of the series would have been a little tougher, but it's too obvious when you only play two games and one guy out pitches the other. It's pretty easy. We haven't given any awards to some relief pitchers in a while. Yes. We were supposed to do like a fireman award or something, but that would have been Presley. But anyway. Absolutely. Next up, folks, Seattle Mariners. Thursday, this is a topic for me and you to talk about. To be determined, is this CJ spot? I don't know. Friday, Hunter Brown. Saturday, Valdez. Sunday, Belac. They're already back to Belac. I mean, it's got to be CJ's spot. Is there? There could be something wrong with the guy. I don't know what it is, but who would it be? If there's something well, wrong with him, do they bring Dubin back up? I mean, what's going to happen? Well, I think I think the guy that's going to start today is Ronel Blanco, because I believe they just yeah called that him would work up. too. So they're just skipping CJ. Yes, yes, they're giving him some time to reset, and I think that's the right move to make. I think whatever whatever is going on with him. It's either I'm okay mental. With this. Oh, absolutely. It's either mental or maybe some minor mechanical thing. But when I watch him pitch, I don't see him missing spots. I almost feel like whatever game plan they're coming with just doesn't necessarily work. There's been a lot for me watching him play. There's been a lot of two strike counts, one and two, two and two, where he's getting way too much of the plate. And I feel like when, when CJ is on, He's got that that slider that looks impossible to hit, and then he's got that invisible fastball that that's, that's up above the letters that guys are trying to get to, and they're not. They're basically just deciding they're not going to even attempt it. So maybe he's tipping. That might be another thing. Hopefully they figure it out because we're going to need – He pitched the last game against the Rangers, didn't he? Yes. So, and there he... was the... so where would he be? He should be before Belak then. Oh yeah, yeah. They they move stuff around to get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I don't know. We'll see. Because he just pitched like three games ago, so he shouldn't be pitching to be determined. So, I think you're right. I think it is going to be Blanco. Yeah, 
the the, the big news for me is that Framber is okay and that Framber is going to be able to pitch. Yeah, Framber's uh, pitching Saturday because he had an ankle injury amongst all the other injuries, and he's been lights out. You just you just worry that that ankle thing is going to linger or become worse because. You know, pitchers need their feet for for landing and stuff like that. Do we have Sunday's game on the? Uh, it's not even the relevant app anymore, right? It's the Pro Sports Fanatic app, brought right. to you by Relevant. Right, and we have Saturday. We have Saturday, so, so we get should, Framber. Should be good. <laughs> we get Framber. Wow. Yes, we do. All right. So we do have Survivor. We haven't been able to do it for like three series, and it took me a while, Tom. It took me a while. But you picked Oakland, right? And you lost? No, no, no. I picked Cincinnati. Oh, no, no. Okay, okay. Okay, you picked Cincinnati and you lost, and I picked somebody else and I lost. I picked Minnesota to win, and they got beat. Mm -hmm. So I am 15. You're a 15 and 5, and I'm 11 and 9. And tomorrow, or tonight, I guess. See, I worked last night, so it's still still yesterday to me. Mm Mm-hmm. We are picking the teams going head-to-head against each other. That's how few choices we have on this fine Thursday. I am picking Detroit over Oakland. And, Tom, you have – are you sticking with Oakland over Detroit? Yeah, it's slim pickings. I really just can't <laughs> go anywhere else. And I thought, what better way than to guarantee some action than to go head-to-head? I, you got to pick Oakland somewhere. Um, the guy pitching for the Detroit Tigers is 2-6. and six. With a 4.2 ERA, Lorenzen, I feel like if Oakland's going to get one, that's probably the best spot to do it. Yeah. So Texas still leading, like we said earlier, 51 and 36. The Astros are 49 and 38. Seattle, our next opponent, is 42 and 43. So they're not even 500. They are under 500. Yeah, yeah, Texas is reeling. They're going against a Boston team that is trying to get back into this thing. And they are asking Nathan Evaldi Nathan Evaldi to stop the bleeding. He's 10 mm. and 3 with a 2.64 ERA. He's been really, he's been really good, but they are playing on the road. So obviously we're constantly watching. Hopefully uh Boston keeps doing their thing. Texas is four and six in the last ten. The Astros are eight and two. Seattle Mariners are five and five. They've lost one. Texas lost one. And your Houston Astros have four wins in a row. And we've got Renel Blanco against Seattle. I don't know. We'll see what happens. It's going to be pretty interesting. I don't really keep up with Seattle, but they're definitely uh, a team that was supposed to give the Astros a run for their money. It was supposed to be, I don't know. Everybody was supposed to be good except Oakland and you just can't all be good, I guess. Uh, But anyway, that's it. That's all we have time for except Tom's (laughs) final thoughts. It's a great time to be an Astros fan. I know that this has not been the season that a lot of fans envisioned when the season started. Nobody could have seen all these injuries just mount and mount and mount. This is a team that, when healthy, I think is incredibly capable of getting all the way back to the World Series. There are some really good teams out there. But as Rudy Tomjanovich once said, never underestimate the heart of a champion. 
I do believe that this series is going to be very interesting because Seattle really can't afford to go backwards anymore. They've played better as of late. So I know that the all-star game is in Seattle. So this is like a buildup thing for them. It's, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. I don't think that this series is just going to be one of those sweep type things. I think this is going to be highly contested. If the boys can go out there and get two of these games, I think that'll be a great spot. It'll put us in a great position to get some rest at the all-star break. Hopefully nobody pitches, nobody plays. I know Framber is lined up to be able to pitch. This is the all-star break, right? After this, after the series, yes. Okay. Kyle Tucker's an all-star. I forgot to mention that. He is. He's he an is. injury replacement. I don't know if he's going to go or not. Well, Jordan said he's going to go even though he can't play. Oh, cool. And I think Framber's going to go as well. Well, then he should go then. But if I'm Dusty and I'm managing the game, all three of those guys should be do not touch. Yeah, if, they, if just, let's if, let them go enjoy it. Help. Kick back. Tip the cap up. Wear your... Wear your your house shoes or whatever it is they wear in the yeah. dugout. Yeah. You know, leave, leave the spikes in the locker room. That's, that's, <laughs> that's what we're asking for. All right. So I wanted to tell you this, this is just personal stuff here, Tom, between me and you and everybody listening. I'm playing my, my vacation is next week. It's not next week. All-star weekend week. It's the next week. So it's like a week and a couple of days. And I was like, I'm going to go to Kansas city, take a road trip. No, I'm going to go to Chicago. I want to do the ledge. I want to go to Wrigley Field. No, I think I'm going to go to Denver. That was my first choice, Denver. Watch the Astros. You know which one I picked out of those three? I'm just going to answer that for you. Neither. None of them. So you're going to Seattle for the All-Star break? I am going to Burlington, Vermont. Hmm. You, You are a cold weather guy. I, I you, just, I, we if you just can want get to up north, heat. if you can get up north, you're going. I have been every, I'm, I'm trying to like knock out all the New England states, but the place we're going is 45 minutes away from Quebec, Canada. And that's been a dream of mine. That's not why I didn't even know. But I, I just mean, saw, I just saw a city. It's by a lake and it's pretty sweet. And I was like, you want to go here? She's like, sure. All right, let's get it. Let's go. I mean, at that point, we decided that today that's before awesome. I went to work. And that's what we did last year when we went to Rhode Island. I came home from work Friday with no plans. And I go, you want to go here? This looks pretty cool. But anyway, Burlington, Vermont. So no baseball for me. And if we have a uh, live game that Friday, I won't be able to do it. That's all right. We'll figure it out. I, I will be ready and waiting to go. <laughs> well, Stadium um, Steffi is the uh, most excellent fill in she's really good at the media casting and stuff yeah yeah i I, she's a personality you know when when it comes to i mean she's been at the ballpark more than like she was some of the astros hey people would say stuff on the chat room and she's like no no i don't agree with you that's not right and i was like that is what astros and aneurysms do if we don't agree with you we'll tell you because that's how we are and i'm telling you i might be biased but tom and i have the best show on there and you're missing out. <laughs> Download the app. Join us on there. You're missing out. For Tom, I'm your host, Ron Fontenot. We'll see you next time on Astros Baseball. 
What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.